Happy Bruce Day Tuesday, y'all. I'm Ashley Powers. And I'm Caroline King. And you are listening to Bitch Beer. About two months ago, we, with the Atlanta Beer Bus and some of our favorite beer lovers, took the hour and 20-minute drive to the little town of LaGrange, Georgia. On our trip, we finally experienced the gem that is Wild Leap Brew Company. Wild Leap has only been around for a little over a year, but they've already won a huge accolade. Best New Brewery by USA Today. And if you've ever had one of their beers, you know why. We immediately scheduled a second day back there where we got to meet the wonderful ladies of Wild Leap. Brittany Goldstein, Anna Watts, and Tori Paquin are some of the many women keeping the Wild Leap gears turning, as you will hear. We also chatted with co-founder Rob Goldstein about the brewery's inception, and Wild Leap was cool enough to let Bitch Beer be the exclusive place they shared some big news, so you want to make sure you listen till the end. Hi, ladies! Hello! Hi! Hi. <laughs> So tell us your names and what you do here at Wild Leap. Um, I'm Brittany Goldstein. I am the general manager of the tap room and also one of the sales reps. Um, I've been here since before we even opened the place. So I've been here since day one. Nice. Awesome. My name is Anna Watts. I am the office manager and also the events manager. So that's festivals and private events. Nice. Um, I've been here since about a week before the grand opening. So not technically day one, but almost. <laughs> and I'm Tori Paquin. Um, I'm sales. Um, I live in Atlanta, so I head up Atlanta and kind of north. Um, and I've been here for officially a year now. So awesome. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> also, oh my gosh, huge, huge, huge congrats to y'all. On um, do you want to tell us about the word y'all just won? So we just won the best new brewery in the country. Yeah! Thank you so much. It's so yeah. exciting. Um, um it was a vote amongst readers and fans of different breweries um, that was run through USA Today. Mm -hmm. So we had a month that people could be voting amongst the different breweries that were selected. Longest month of my life. Yeah, it was a really <laughs> long month. Um, it was very stressful because the last week they turned off the leaderboard and we couldn't see what place we were in or anything. That's right. So, I remember when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, I was they like, were in no! second place. Yeah. What did we do? We were so excited just to be nominated. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody knew what was going to happen. And we're just so grateful for everybody who took the time to vote. Yeah, um, yeah we, we could have we gotten annoyed, without... We annoyed every single one of our friends, we our did. family. <laughs> they've, they've kind of ignored me at this point. <laughs> I've asked so much of them the last month. But. Yeah, we couldn't have done it without the people that voted. Yeah. Yeah. People set alarms to vote. Every 12 hours, you could vote. That is so cool. So every 12 hours, people would set their alarms, vote, vote on all their devices. Yeah. So it was a really group effort, and we couldn't have done it without I know. I definitely fans. voted at least 10 times. Well, thank I you. was like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yes. Welcome. Well, I mean, it's well deserved though. Your beers, y'all's beer is incredible. Like it, it, everything that I've had here is is amazing. I'm actually drinking. We can go around and talk about what we're drinking. Um, I have the Alpha Abstraction Six, mm -hmm. the double IPA. It is so good. It's very floral. It has like still like this like citrus note to it. It's smooth. And I'm, it's safe to assume seven is happening, right? Yeah, seven is yes. happening. Yes. I early, think early seven, May. Yeah. Seven's in the tank right now. Yes. Yeah? It is. Can you get? Can you give us any hints about it, or is it a secret? Still a secret. Okay. <laughs> we will the wait. The future on six is going to be Lotus. So that's where you're getting the fresh floral from. Okay. So, yeah. And then Lotus, that's the... That's the hop? That's mm -hmm. the feature hop. So feature hop. Be, okay, we always cool. use a base hop, but then we change the feature hop, which is the change of the volumes. And you nice. guys were like one of the first, if not the first person to use the Lotus hops, right? Or um, not it use it when it when it got finally named Lotus. It was um, an experimental hop, but then it changed and they actually named it. We were the first ones to put Lotus on a can. Very That's cool. That's what it was. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, it was the Island IPA was the name mm -hmm. of it, right? Which is your Chance IPA, which is like your like 
core IPA that you do here, yeah. which is delicious. And it has grapefruit juice and pineapple juice, but you said that was an accident at first? It was an accident when the guys, um, they were just trying to do pineapple, I believe, and accidentally put grapefruit in it. And then we put it on tap and it sold out within hours. I think that was during our Can I actually try yours? Yeah, it's really, you. really and, good. Yeah, people go after it to remind you of being on the beach. It's absolutely delicious. It's just an easy drink and IPA. And if we don't have it on for one Holy day, people shit, are asking about good. it. Yeah, they love it. Lose, so they good. lose their minds. That Anytime. and the beer mosa. The beer mosa is really, I had that last time we came down here. It's just oh. orange juice and local gold and it just goes down super smooth. Hell yeah. yeah. It's good. Anytime oh I, we bring that to an event, anytime I do a pint night or a tap takeover, what have you in Atlanta, and they're like, can we do something special that's only in the tap room? I always bring Island IPA and people lose their shit. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> what are y'all sipping on? I am drinking Ventured Stout, which is the first stout that we made. It's an oatmeal chocolate stout. It's really medium bodied and it's super smooth, but you don't get knocked down with chocolate flavor like you do some other chocolate stouts. So um, I like it because it's got a light flavor profile to it, even though it's a stout. It's really good. What's the ABV on that one? 8.2. Okay, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Not, not, not that yeah, high. Nice, easy drinking stout. I am drinking the bourbon blackberry creme brulee. It's a ventured stout uh, barrel aged for a year in Jim Beam barrels. It's yes. super easy drinking along with all of our other beers. It's kind of what we go for. Sitting at 8.5 ABV. It's absolutely delicious. Nice little kick to it. Nice, nice alcohol in there. So It's um, delicious. It think, is so good. Yeah. I think Chris just said it had been in the barrel since December 2017. I think, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Very cool. And then I have our blonde ale, local gold. Yes. My go-to, my summer beer, my lake beer, my pool beer, <laughs> my whatever beer. <laughs> I always am drinking local gold. It's our um, so it's like a Pilsner Kolsch kind of fusion. Um, Five point four ABV, smooth, easy drinking, light, wow. refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, that's very crushable for sure. Absolutely. I love it. So what did so you guys fun. do before this? Were you doing beer stuff before this? Or is this your first venture into being working at a brewery? So I actually used to work at a small distributor in Atlanta. It was a small boutique wine and spirits. Um, I did sales for them for a long time. I've known the guys forever. And when they were ready to have a sales rep, I kind of moved into beer. And now it's all I drink. It's all I do. Mm-hmm. Eat, sleep, drink, bleed beer. It's all I do. It's all I do <laughs> Please now. Don't bleed beer. <laughs> yeah. if you put me That'd in be that. a great superpower, though, yeah, right? That'd be pretty, pretty great. Cool. I yeah. can bleed beer. Am I next? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, this is, I'm very fortunate to say this is my first real person job out of college. Nice. Um, So I graduated from UGA in 2017 and I, I, my background's kind of in music festival world. I work a lot of music festivals. Um, I had worked some beer festivals, so I knew that that was a thing that I liked to do. And I was working at a boutique down the street. Um, after I graduated, trying to find another job and they were having a soft opening for the brewery. So I was like, oh, go check it out. I had been invited, didn't know anything about it. And I met Brittany and Rob and Anthony and talked to them for a while. And they had me in for an interview the next day. Nice. I was like, you guys have to hire her. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's how it happened for me. Um, it was all kind of a whirlwind surprise, but it's been a lot of fun and I love that I'm here. That's so cool. And I um, used to do pharmaceutical sales, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my mom always loves to tell people first drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's so You know fun. what comes third. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, she thinks she's funny when she says that. She is funny. Love you, Mom. Um, and, um, but, yeah, so I did pharmaceutical sales. Um, I did that for three or four years um, out of college. I loved it. It was wonderful. I loved sales. I loved, you know, I did like my job, but I just wasn't passionate about it. Um, And I've always been passionate about beer. Um, And so 
once I got laid off from my last job, I was like, okay, this is my shot. You have time, you mm-hmm. have, you know, um, money saved up, you can figure it out. So I was like, I got to get into beer. So I worked hard to find, you know, a spot where I thought I belonged. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out to be Wild Leap. And um, I've been here a year and I love it so much. She's so a badass awesome. in the market. That's so <laughs> cool. Awesome. And y'all have a lot of women that work here. We do. Four out of my five managers are women, and I love them all, and we couldn't do it without, without both men and women. But yes. We, it takes we, everyone. It takes yeah. everyone. It takes everyone, it's, yeah. It's it's definitely an army here of um, really smart individuals, and we couldn't do one thing out one thing without the other person, So whether it be a man or a woman. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we all – we okay, so we do have an exclusive taste right now. We do, yes. Um, do you want to tell us about this, uh, what we're drinking right now, or sampling? Yeah, so that's Vacanza. It's our raspberry goza. It's coming out next week. You guys actually have a version of it without carbonation, but it's still drinking delicious. Very. So good. So it is so good. It's so good. It's so good. There's 500 pounds of raspberry in it, a little bit of salt on the back end. It's it's so refreshing. Great summer beer. And this, this is, is our first, yeah, yeah, first it's sour. Wonderful. Yeah. First yeah. sour that we've done. So I know people in the market have been waiting and wondering when we would do our first one. And myself included, I love sours. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just waiting. So we're really excited about it. That's awesome. I also see um, some cans up on the wall here. Your canner used to be different and I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of why we have the cans all sitting up on the beam here, because this is where this room that we're in is our conference room. For those of you who can't see where we are, <laughs> um, this is where we do all of our sales meetings and all of our meetings regarding the can artwork and what direction Tasting, we're going design, next. Everything, yeah. wow. um, so this is actually what you're looking at is the order that everything came out. Wow. Um, so you can see how they've changed over time. Yeah. And obviously Alpha was our first big jump into a different kind of design on the can um, where it went more towards the artsy side and then soon after that we rebranded Chance and Local Gold and Rolling Deep um, to go along with that style. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And Tori you said your boyfriend does a lot of the can art? Yeah he does so we started we changed the cores and then we started doing alpha in the way that we were doing it and then kind of I think Truck Chaser was his first design so Jose and his is my boyfriend and then his friend Neil um, our graphic designers. Um, my boyfriend's an artist, um, so they kind of collaborated together, and they were like, can we take a shot at a can? And they were like, yeah, sure, absolutely. So took a shot at Truck Chaser. Everyone fell in love. Yes. and um, such a good can. Yeah. When so, Truck Chaser yeah. came out, it was literally, it was everywhere because yeah. people wanted yeah. to take pictures of yeah. the can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so my favorite beer. We're proud sure. of them, and <laughs> they, yeah, they've been doing a lot of ventures together, and um, these cans are just one of them. So they're very talented, and it's They're fun amazing. to have them on board with us. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I, and I do, I do think your can art is definitely something that sets yourself apart from... Because when you're going down the aisle and look at the shelves, like it's just very eye-catching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. we definitely wanted it to pop a little bit. And we wanted everybody to recognize the buffalo. And the first... Mm-hmm. Cans, you can see they're a little bit smaller, and now Buffalo is there and front and center, and you know it's Wild Leap when you see it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love it. So what got you guys into beer? Like, was it a particular beer? Was it a moment? Was it like you were at a party and you were like, I have to have craft beer in my life? You want to start on that one? Yeah. um, So I started school at UGA right around the time that Creature Comforts was opening. Um, So that being said, I was not of age for a while. I could not participate in Mm -hmm. hanging out at Creature Comforts like a lot of my (laughs) friends could. But I think that's what made me aware that Georgia had this big craft beer culture and movement going on. Um, So, of course, all you heard about anywhere you went in Athens for a very long time was Tropicalia. Right. So as soon as I could get my hands on some of it, I did. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is 
you know, it's it's not PBR, though I love PBR. It was nice <laughs> to have something that had had a flavor to it and was a craft beer. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I started, I, I was looking to be in the music industry when I graduated, but I was kind of taking up any kind of production work that I could. So somehow along the way that got me into doing beer festivals. Um, and I worked the Ackworth Summer Beer Festival. That was my first one. And I realized this is the same kind of people that I already like working with in the music industry. Everybody's laid back and fun. And I also love all of this beer that I'm around. So I think I'm going to check this out. I could be in music or beer and be happy because it's about creating a good time for people and spaces you can hang out with your friends. And I love that. So that kind of other, aside from the beer itself, just being around the community um, took me along the craft beer course, I think. That's awesome. That's, and a lot of people, especially at, at right, fresh out of college, they would hunker down and go, no, this is what I got my degree in. Mm-hmm. I don't care where life is pulling me. I don't care what signs life's giving me. I'm going to keep trudging on. Mm-hmm. And you didn't. You were open-minded. And you were like, you know what? This beer thing can be okay, too. Which is, And it seems like that yeah, it worked out for you. It's worked out. <laughs> um, I'm here with a lot of people I love, and we have a really great time in everything that we do. Yeah. That's awesome. What about y'all? Um, so my background is actually hospitality. So I, that's my true passion. So that's essentially why I'm the GM here. I love mm-hmm. it. I love what we can give to a guest to make them want to come back over and over and over again, make them feel like they're part of the family. Mm-hmm. So when it came time for the guys to open the brewery, I was in sales. It just worked out for me to be in sales for them. I wanted to move down here. So I moved down with the guys, started in sales, and then took over the tap room when it was time to open the tap room. And my focus is just giving everybody the best experience. And now I'm just engulfed in craft beer and I love it. And we try craft beer all the time, whether it be ours or anyone else's, especially in our meetings. And I just, I love it. There's, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And yeah, I went to Georgia as well. So um, a little older (laughs) than Anna, uh, but not much at all. Um, And so Terrapin was my, that was, that was it for me. So we went to Terrapin every night, every weekend. Too much, twice a day. Like, <laughs> like it, they knew our names, yeah, our faces. Yeah, so Terrapin was definitely um, my introduction to craft beer um, throughout college. And just like I like good wine, great beer is as equal, if not better. Um, and I got to know that through Terrapin and mm-hmm. Athens and college and football. And yeah, so I knew when I moved into pharmaceutical sales that eventually I wanted to get into beer. Um so, yeah, my dad's best friend is the brewmaster for Reformation. That um, is so cool. Yeah. yeah we, love we love Reformation. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're the best. We do, too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. We love them. So, um, so that was kind of also an introduction to Georgia. You know, well, Terrapin is Georgia, but Georgia craft beer, like, locally to where I moved into yeah. Atlanta. Um, so I would go to Nick, um, his brew nights with my mm-hmm. dad, and it started to grow into a passion for brewing beer not me brewing but learning about it and understanding it more and you know it's it's gone from there so that's awesome yeah that's one thing I love about Georgia breweries is it's just a big family there's not like the there's not this like competition as you would think like all the beer is so different each beer has its own personality each brewery has its own personality but it's like everybody supports each other it's yeah, Georgia beer is just so very family-oriented, mm-hmm. and I love it. It's very much a community. Chris, our head brewer, he can call any brewery in Georgia and ask for, hey, man, how did this this ingredient work out for you? How, what's the That's flavor awesome. profile? Like, can you help me with this? Like, Do you have any equipment? 
so on and so forth. And everybody's just so kind and so welcoming. So that's rare for yeah. a lot of industries because people want to keep their secrets, right? right. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. They'll yeah. steal from me. They'll make it better than me, sure. so I can't. And every, when when there's good beer all around, all the beer's better because everybody's Absolutely. supporting each other. Right. Yeah. That's a big thing too. Is I, I feel like a lot of times people who aren't within this industry, they look at breweries that are opening near each other and say, hey, how do you feel about this? Don't you feel like it's right? competition? But the more there are, the better it is yeah. for everyone. Yes. That's why, I mean, and it opens up play other avenues for different kinds of things, like the Atlanta Beer Bus, which yeah. I know you'll love. And oh, we love, love them. And we love them. But um, it it's just, the more breweries there are, the better it is for everyone because... You've got to have everyone to make the community, and that's what's cool about it. Yeah. yeah. We had a brewery open up here after we opened Beacon, and we know them very well, and every all our guests would be like, are you scared? I'm like, no. no. We welcome them with open arms. Yeah, they actually we come love here. them. They have Lynn their own their style. Lynn is their She's a woman. She's amazing. And oh, yeah. We, she's great as she's well. Awesome, she's awesome. We welcome them in our home, and they do the same for us, and it's just it's a big community, and it's it's really awesome. And it's fun. Yeah. I love doing festivals with yeah. all my friends, like all my rep friends, like We'll hang out at festivals and events and laugh and go grab a beer after. And, like, it's so fun. Whereas pharmaceutical sales was like, <laughs> I see the rep in the parking lot. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, like I'm going to run in before them and, like, move their shit around and, and put some other shit in front of their shit. And I'm like, this is miserable. So, yeah. It's savage. I, yeah. Definitely savage. Oh, my savage. gosh. That is so funny. And beer's nothing like that. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because so, what, what's that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Anne Hathaway and Love and Other Drugs? And oh, yes. he plays a pharmaceutical yeah. rep. And that's the first time I've ever seen And, like, that's exactly how you explain. It's cutthroat. Yeah. Like, I, I have to make sure that my business card is on top of theirs. I'm going to steal their business card that they left so that they can't call them. Which is terrifying. Why? That, like, like, it was, it's such a fun industry. The perks are great and everything. But, whew. Yeah. It, it was savage. I'd rather be able to have a beer with you than steal your business cards. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. 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 So effort, too. Like, it's, so much energy spent on trying to tear somebody else down instead of working on yourself. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, man. So, I love this space here. The tap room is incredible here. It's an old Chevy dealership, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A 1930s Chevrolet dealership. Yep. And it sat vacant for a while, and then it became um, the Westbrook Tire Company. And we actually paid homage. And there's a lot of signs. If you go in our uh, brew house, there's a Westbrook Tire Company sign. The Westbrook's so cool. are still around in LaGrange, and we we invite them in all the time. They them- were the first people to get to tour the building yeah, when that's we were cool. opening. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. They told us there's a ghost. We haven't, um, we haven't met, met the we ghost yet. But he's, he's done some stuff, I feel like. A light comes on. So our lights are motion sensor, and they'll randomly come on. And Ooh. So Anna and I believe it. I, I believe. We're crazy. I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone else does, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> Does the ghost have a name? What somebody named him? Was it like Franklin or something? I Franklin. <laughs> somebody named I don't I didn't, but I think it was Franklin. But Let's get ghost just, hunters to come in. We should. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. Oh the I'd taps be down for that. Oh, I love them. Get them nice and drunk. Or yeah. what's the what's, what's the really bad one with Zach Bagan's Ghost Adventures or something that's on the Travel Channel? Yeah. It's so bad, it, but it's what, real good. It? So bad I, it's good. So bad it's good. Yeah. Like uh, I. I had this idea for a, a, a sketch. <laughs> I love this idea so much that like the, the stage on stage is behind the scenes of the camera and backstage you can hear them recording and I would play like a, a production assistant who trips and you hear them backstage go, did you hear that? That's a ghost. <laughs> and the production assistant's like, do I, 
do I tell them it was me or do I just let them think it's a ghost or because you know that shit happens you know it oh, somebody yeah. bumps a camera against a wall and they're like that was the ghost did you oh, hear yeah. it oh yeah oh yeah or like the cameraman is like and you're like, oh my god it's talking to us <laughs> and now that we're on the topic of bad tv what is your guys favorite like trashy or guilty pleasure tv to watch Ooh, i got it i know i can go first Okay. Oh, She's right. excited. 90 Day Fiance. Ah, oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. What is this show? Shit. No. What is this it's show? happening. Our next. Okay. Our next. Jam what sesh. is that? So good. Wait. Hold on. Before the 90 Days too. Before the 90 Days. Oh, I haven't watched that. Okay. So oh. I'm newly introduced to okay. 90 Day Fiance by <laughs> my boyfriend. Holy shit! <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. So basically, you get a 90 Day visa. With so you have these like oh, husbands, no. wives that come over, and you have ninety days of an engagement visa. That's and, a mail order. Yeah, bride? yeah. But my favorite, <laughs> they do before the ninety days, and these people. So before the ninety days is just a gift from Jesus straight to me because it hits all of my buttons. <laughs> that sounds so illegal. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. How could you? Have you have it's, ninety days. So for the what yeah. I like. But, like, 90 Day Fiance is you have 90 days to get married, like, to let the person stay in the country. Oh and it's, some of them are, like, they're really in love. Yeah. Some of them are, like, the girl hates the guy. The guy hates the girl. Like, old ladies with, like, these hot Brazilian men. Yes. It's so funny. This is why people think America is crazy. <laughs> yes. We are. Because I we embrace this it. And we put it on TV. I embrace it. But so before funny. the 90 days is so good because so you get to know them. It's like they've been chatting online and this is their first time meeting. So the camera crew follows them. There was like one and it was this woman from Georgia, a uh, big oh lady. And she goes over to Africa to meet her her future fiance. Never met him. She's like, well, hey, hey, reached out to me on Facebook, and I just, hey, he's just the most handsome thing I've ever seen. I just can't <laughs> wait. And he shows up at the airport because at first you think they're being catfished. You're like, no, you're totally being catfished. Yeah. He's there. He's totally there. He's like, they want to come to America. Oh, he, and this woman, and I love women, and I don't want to talk about looks or anything, but they did not look well suited for each other. And he <laughs> just, you could just tell that he was completely repulsed by her, but the whole time he fucks her, he probably thinks of an American visa the whole goddamn time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because oh, it's yeah. like. That's the show. It is the best show it is the best show. It's it, the reality version of Eddie Murphy's coming to America. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, the, like, the we ever. watched this one the other day. The guy has this, I forget where she's from, maybe like Columbia or, and she's beautiful mm -hmm. and she's repulsed by this guy. Yeah. She, I mean, he'll like, he's like, yeah, she's the love of my life. Like, and she's just like. In 90 oh. days? Wow. Yeah. That's it's, a, that's interesting my other favorite one oh my god this guy from kentucky he is so he is so creepy and he just looks like a serial killer he looks like he's gonna chop up this poor girl <laughs> um but he goes down to the jungles of brazil to meet this girl karini who's 19 and she's beautiful they do not speak each other's languages so they have to talk to each other by a translation app and as he's leaving for the airport he still lives with his mom his mom gives him this like little tissue and puts it in his bag and he goes oh thanks mom and then he looks at it, he goes she she just gave me some of her hair whoa <laughs> no 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 i'm out I he's a like creep no. he's a creep Anyways, oh man. What's your guys' favorite? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love it. But yeah, girl. I can't. We're going to, yeah, we'll, we'll have a watch party. I think mine is uh, Vanderpump Rules, but yeah. I, I call it Vanderpump and Dump. Yeah. <laughs> that show. I couldn't make it through one episode. It's, I tried. It's I couldn't. so obnoxious. You're definitely. It's hilarious. You're, 
it's it's ridiculous, but I love it. It's my guilty pleasure. I watch it with my I mean, it's like rich Jersey Shore, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They all work in, I mean, I don't know. They're, so all the people on that show were like attractive adjacent. Yes. So they're not exactly. like actually pretty, but yeah, they, they're like They play be. body doubles for yes. stars in yes. Hollywood. So. They don't have to sh- yeah. They're uh, doing something right. They're making a lot of money. So. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. I love keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I hate myself for it. I oh. don't know why. It's kind of like one of those things that I just put on while I'm folding laundry or there you something. Go. Oh my like, gosh. It's in the background, but I'm still. Okay. That's Real Housewives for me. I am dedicated That's, to the I Kardashians. Yeah, I love Real Housewives. New it's, York. It's New York. Be, yeah. I've only seen Beverly Hills. Insane. But if I look half Beverly as good as Hills. they do at their age, I'm seriously, like, like they're killing it. I like Beverly Hills too. I'm, Beverly I, Hills. My is favorite great. is to start like start the season and then go look them up on Instagram to see how much work they've had done. Yes. Since. <laughs> oh, they, oh these, those ladies could float by their lips. Yeah. It's nuts. I'm sure. Absolutely. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. But then also, I found out that they make like hundred thousand dollars an episode. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting here like. I'm, why am I trying to like do shit on my own? I need to just become a goddamn Real Housewife. I am in the wrong ben, industry. You need to get rich. We need to. Yeah. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let's do like beer housewives. Oh wow! No, no. This is okay. happening. I, I don't really know what the name would be. I'm beer housewives. To think of beer housewives of yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Beer housewives. <laughs> done. We're always drunk with a yeah. different brewery each time. I like that. I like it. I like that. And we, we, and we should each get like. Uh, 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 a f- like a like a head the head brewer of all the yep. breweries here mm-hmm. is one of, is our significant others. Yeah, they play our significant others on the show. I think mm. it's an amazing idea. Love it. I, I don't like think it. Chris would be down for that, but no, he's, he's <laughs> taken. He's married. <laughs> He'd be funny though. He would be. <laughs> yes. Chris is Chris is the best. He's our head brewer here, and he's so we've heard like it's sometimes it's hard to talk to head brewers. They're they're very eccentric. They're very unique people. <laughs> yes. Chris is the most. Um, he's so cool relaxed down can, to earth down to earth very approachable guy you can have any kind of conversation you want to with him and it's not standoffish I feel or like strange he knows or, something about everything it's crazy does. like no matter what he you does. throw at him he's like oh yeah I did that one time that's like, also Anthony too yeah that's awesome <laughs> cool so what is your favorite non-wildly beer to drink right now right now or in general either Hmm. Mine's Lord Grey. It's so good. Yeah, it's and it's coming and it's back. back. Yeah, it's already mine. back. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah, Lord Grey is mine. It's my go-to, and oh, it's just—it's delicious. They did a great job with that beer. It's really good. I love that beer. I love Left Hand Brewing's Milk Stout. Very good. Um, that's one of my all-time favorites. Ooh. I love Creature Comforts Cocoa Bunny. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Um, Cocoa Bunny is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people say Booney, some people say Bunny, but I say Bunny. So. Bunny. We're, we're going with bunny. I've always yeah. said yeah. bunny. Yeah. I've always said bunny, and those are two of my go-tos also. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what my absolute. I think, I mean, Athena always. Oh yeah. You oh, Athena's a good classic. College, yeah. and you know, I don't <laughs> I, know. I I guess Creature didn't open until I was like a senior, but that was like one of my first sours I ever tried, and I was like, this is it. That's we're awesome. done here. So good. I also love the brewed IPAs that are happening right oh, now. Yeah. Um, I don't have a specific we tried one a few that's a favorite. A yeah, we tried GABF. some at GABF. It was amazing, um, yeah. I also really like what Ryan Geis is putting out. What was the rosé one they put out? I can't remember the name of it. Oh, so good. I wish I could. I'll look yeah, it up. That's awesome. What is GABF like? Crazy. It's uh. a lot of fun. It's We worked uh, every single one of, it was myself, Anna, Anthony, Rob, Chris, and Lauren Anthony's wife. We all went. And Sydney, and, one of our bartenders. Sydney, one of our bartenders. Managers. She's actually our event manager, or outside of event, outside event manager. 
Um, we all went and it was a blast. It was a great bonding experience, but it was a lot of work. Um, I call the arena the, um, what was it, Bureau of Farts Arena? It was... <laughs> I hate to say this. There were a lot of there were a lot of beer farts happening. Every, my mother's gonna listen to this all day long yes. and eating crap. Yes. Yeah. And it was it a happens. lot of smells. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of smells. That's yeah. a good way to why put it. Were the, excuse uh, me, why were there why was there no poopery in the swag bags? Excuse yeah. me. Not sure. There was a lot of smells and it was fun because like we got there and then you immediately hear people screaming. So every time you drop a glass and it breaks, the entire area screams. So you're, you, get put on blast. you get put on blast if you drop shit there. And it's it's like It goes silent for yeah. a second. Like, have you ever been in a restaurant where someone breaks the glass and everybody slow claps? Yeah. It was like that, but it's 60,000 people. 60, people. Oh um, and the whole that place goes like silent for a second. It's it hilarious. Was so, it, no, it's so much fun and everybody's wasted and it's, it's a really awesome. good time. They start it's, off every morning with bagpipers yep. well afternoon i actually have video of it yeah there's yeah, bagpipers going through life. it's really really they cool. lead the horde into the venue um and there's a lot of pretzels a lot of kilts Ooh, um a lot of kilts. it's just a good time you should definitely should check it out this yeah. year we didn't get to try when is it a quarter of the beer. it's in september Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. okay it's sold out Oh, Probably, unless you go. If with anybody, a, you if, go with a brewery, maybe. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, poor hey. Do we know any of those? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might know somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be rad. Yeah, that's not like it's a it's bucket list to like go because I see all the pictures. Everybody looks like they're having a great time. It's they get to try time. shit. You get to try shit that like maybe it didn't actually come out after mm-hmm. all, and yep. you get to say that you got to try that thing because you were there. Like mm-hmm. very very cool. That's super cool. So. I guess we before we get into our like more fun questions because I, I I jumped the gun and asked you the TV one but like what what's next for Wild Leap that you can share like what where where's it going so um, Truck Chaser is what we have coming out next mm-hmm. it'll be the Bomb Pop that's one of our upcoming ones and then we have a Conda obviously we already spoke about um, tomorrow we actually have a very large event happening <gasps> here it's the Grilled yes! Cheese Festival we're expecting about fifteen hundred people nice um, we have eleven restaurants doing two different kinds of grilled cheese and we have a oh huge turnout for it and it's speaking of farts speaking of farts <laughs> yeah, exactly. outside outside it's different. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have outside a very large outside uh, venue for it so it's all going to be great and um, it's we're expecting a lot tomorrow but it's going to um, be really fun I think there's a few other things that maybe Rob will address yes. when you're talking to him. Right. For now, we've got Truck Chaser and Rikanza <laughs> and Grilled Cheese. Yeah, and lots awesome. of fun, other fun things. Yeah, yeah, we do. We try to do an event every single month. So we're doing um, May the 4th Be With You. Ooh. Which, if you buy a picture, you get a lightsaber. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. we're coming down for that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, see I'll be here. Come see me. We do I'll a lot. Yeah, of we're doing events. our road trip for that. We do a lot of cool things. And we um, part of the things with our events is we try to give back to our community. We couldn't have been here without the city of LaGrange. They've just, they've been so awesome with us. And I know we do a chalk festival in October, wait, November, sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually give some of the proceeds back to schools, art schools and everything That's like so that. That's so cool. That's amazing. Our arts program. Yeah. I always try to give back to some sort of foundation or something like that. That's amazing. Yeah, I remember when we were here the first time, they were saying that, that they were nervous that the small town was maybe not going to be receptive to a brewery coming in. And in fact, it was the polar opposite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. She's from the, LaGrange. Yeah, so. I'm from LaGrange. Oh, disclaimer. I, I probably should have said that a long time <laughs> ago. But uh, yeah, hey, I'm Anna. I'm from LaGrange. Um, <laughs> LaGrange is. It is a small town, but it is really, really receptive of new things because, I mean, everybody loves having something to do and Mm -hmm. the community 
really loves to get behind a new cool thing happening and make sure that it works out. And so I feel like we have from the get go and still today, I mean, we're not even at two years yet. We'll be two years old in September. Um, we wouldn't be able to be here without the support of yeah. everyone in the sound. This is a really great place to start anything up just because it, it sounds crazy to say everyone knows each other, but in that everyone knows each other, it's helpful when you're getting started with something because everyone does their best to try to get you where you're going. So I, it's crazy the support we've seen from yeah every single business in town, from every, the municipalities in town. It's, uh, it's, in Atlanta, you can't sneeze without a permit in here. <laughs> yeah, it was it's very true. They were just trying to whatever they could do to better the community, and it's it's awesome. And we love we are, we're kid friendly, dog friendly, and it's a good time here. That's awesome. Yeah. If your dogs are friendly, if your dogs are friendly, if they're not, and they go after people, we ask you to leave. Same with, or your same dog with, to leave. Same with people. If, you, if you're mean, <laughs> that as well. Leave. Yes. <laughs> what's a What's a fun question you've got for them? Oh, okay. Have? What's your desert island beer? If it's different than the your favorite yeah. beer. Hmm. So I don't know that a milk stout would be awesome on a hot desert I'm going to go with Lord Grey on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord Good Grey answer. would be perfect for that. And you, we'll allow you a refrigerator on this deserted island. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'll go with my second favorite sour. Sour Girl. Um, red and Black. Yes. Oh, I haven't Southern had Brewing, one. yeah. Oh, it is. From Southern Brewing? Yes. yes. Southern oh, Brewing. I need to try this. I mean, every time I'm at a festival, I'm like, Got any extra? Got it. Like I'm like, it is my favorite. Why did you put on a creepy guy? Like, hey, got any because extra? It's like it's like rude to like be like, can I have your free beer? But because I buy it enough, I buy yeah. it a lot. But I'm always like, can I have some free? Beer? I actually, I changed my beer. I'm gonna we go swap. She introduced me to it, and I, I have not had this yet. So I need it in my life. Fell in love with it. Good. Do we have any here? I don't know. I can go look in the cooler. We probably, yeah. we probably have some somewhere. We, we probably go and have taste some. Everybody's beer and the yeah. out there. So yeah. we have a lot of beer. My Desert Island beer, um, I'm saying this so when Chris listens to it, he'll maybe bring it back, is a beer we don't make anymore, um, Upright. Oh. And it was our first double IPA. Ooh. It's what started Alpha. Yeah, it was yeah. Okay. kind of the precursor oh, okay, to Alpha, cool. right before Alpha. And it's still one of my favorite beers of all time, and I wish we had it. I still think about it. It's a great. Lot. Hint, hint. Yes. It's <laughs> great. Hey, Chris. And as we wrap it up with this one, what's your go-to karaoke song? Ooh, love that question. I don't like karaoke. Never done. Okay. Never done karaoke. <laughs> what? I haven't either. What is wrong? What? No. Should we do it right now? Not. Uh, okay. We have a TV. Let's do this. Oh my god. <laughs> Ben's gonna conveniently forget to. Oh, she's turn doing off it. The she's doing it. <laughs> my go-to. Oh, it's gotta be. Um, it's gotta be something Queen. Oh yeah! Perfect. Somebody to love is my song. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I would do Spice Girls. Oh would yeah. Do a li- I, I, would you do Wanna Be or I would you do this from Whitney Houston? Spice up your life. I as could a do. I could do any of them. Oh, okay. Wanna Be if it's the only one kind of available, but yeah, I could. I I was. I mean, I thought I was Scary Spice. So I that was. I have I never I mean, met I, anybody that also said they wanted to be Scary no, Spice. Wait, <laughs> Ashley, how did we not know this? <laughs> I'm sporty. I'm sporty. I'm sporty. I'm mixing up. I'm sporty. I'm so sorry. I I used to dress up as Scary Spice all the time. My mom would do. My mom would help me do the the buns with the rope around them. Yeah. I mean, I still um, love leopard. That's all I wear. I'm going to find this picture of me dressed as Scary Spice and put it on our Instagram. That was the first Barbie I bought. Like, she went everywhere with me. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Scary Spice. She was the best. I'm so embarrassed that I got sporty and scary mixed up. I'm so <laughs> Ashley, I'm just so disappointed. You can edit this, right? <laughs> he won't. He won't. <laughs> I wish karaoke seems like so much fun, and I wish I were a karaoke person. But I've never you don't watch karaoke. What, what song gets stuck in your head the most? What song do you enjoy singing the most? Oh, the, oh yeah, the when you're like soup. Yeah. Oh, Veggie Tales. Oh, Veggie Tales jam this morning. We were. Two tomatoes. If a squash can make you smile. Hey! <laughs> 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 trap beat under it. Cut it. Oh my god. We don't want to get sued. No, I get, the cheese, I get the cheeseburger song stuck in my head all the time. Yes. I get the Barbara Manatee we song were stuck in my head all the time. Right before you oh, where? It's my hairbrush. Because I, have brush, <laughs> because I haven't brushed my hair today. I was looking for one. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys so this much. This has been so much fun. Thank you yeah. so much thank for, you for having us. Thank you all yeah. for having us, and thank you for coming to hang yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Always. It is no secret, Ash and I are huge fans of the Atlanta Beer Bus, and we have some pretty exciting news. Atlanta Beer Bus loves us back and loves all of you back. We have an exclusive code for Bitch Beer listeners. BB20 will get you 20% off your ticket. And uh, where can they find their tickets, Caroline? Uh, If you go to atlantabeerbus.com, you can see the full schedule, and you can look at all the breweries you can go to. You can book either a public tour. You can do a private tour if you want to, if you've got a bachelorette party, if you've got some girlfriends in town. If you know that you've got a family member coming in, they have early bird specials where you can book your tickets in advance for even cheaper. And I mean, the whole thing with the beer buses, it's pretty great because you don't have to drink and drive. If you're at Second Self and you want to go to Scofflaw, hop on the bus. They make it easy. It's really fun. They have a beer nerd on the bus that'll tell you about each brewery. It's a really, really, really fun experience. And they've recently added a Decatur route where you can stop at places like Wild Heaven and brew pubs like Twain's and Brickstore, which is not something yes. they were doing before. And Wrecking Bar, too. And the Porter. Go see Molly Gunn. She's the best. <laughs> if all of that sounds incredible to you, then you should take the opportunity as a Bitch Beer listener to use code BB20 to get 20% off your tickets. And you can use the code for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And again, 20% off your ticket. You're getting money off of your ticket. It's already pretty cheap to get on this bus considering how many places you can go. So if this weekend you're thinking you'd like to have a couple beers, or if you'd like to drink half of Atlanta, use code BB20 at AtlantaBeerBus.com. Hey. Hi. Thank you so much for having us out here. It's great to be here. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind introducing yourself and telling us what you do here at Wild Leap. Sure. Uh, my name is Rob Goldstein. I'm a co-founder and chief marketing officer of Wild Leap Brew Co. Woohoo. Yes. You just had something maybe that was kind of a little bit of a big deal happen. Yeah, maybe. For you. Possibly. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a huge deal. Oh my gosh. And we're so <laughs> excited. Um, what award did you guys just win? We just won uh, Best New Brewery in America. Yes! Uh, from USA Today, 10 Best. And uh, we were just floored when we got the news. Um, I think we were we were talking about it earlier. Um, we videotaped it just in case we won. And, and of course, if uh, we didn't win, that we were going to immediately delete it and <laughs> never, never show our, our sad faces on video again. But um, thankfully, we were able to capture that. And it was just a really cool moment to share with the entire team. So much silly string. How hard was that to clean up? Uh, it, we were like, <laughs> we had to scrape it off the floor pretty good. Um, that stuff gets stuck, like real stuck. If you don't clean it up really quickly. Yeah, it was like dried toothpaste pretty oh, quick. Man. So nice. it got gross. But even, Worth you it. know, days, if not a week later, seeing little tiny <laughs> pieces of that still stuck on tables, 
it was kind of a nice moment. So we didn't mind too much. That's awesome. So we know the answers to these questions, but we're going to ask you anyway because the listeners don't know the answers. Okay. Why is it called Wild Leap? Uh, sure. So um, I guess the best way to, to describe it is Wild Leap was originally uh, the story of, of two guys who left comfortable lives and jobs uh, in Atlanta to move to the small town of LaGrange, Georgia to start a brewery. And you would be one of those two guys, yes? That's correct, yeah. It's myself <laughs> and uh, Anthony Rodriguez, uh, my co-founder. And, you know, our, our goal in, in creating this was we wanted um, we wanted the entire community and beyond to really be able to own own that. And so, yes, it started with with two, two people taking this chance, but, you know, wild leaps are something that we can all relate to, whether it's uh, following your passions in your career path you two are a great example of that. Oh, thank, um, you, thank you. You know, uh, following your heart in your personal life or, you know, following different hobbies or things that you love to do, being passionate about things. That's really what life is all about. And, um, you know, at some point early in my life, I, I, I kind of came to the realization that I wanted to figure out what I'd love to do with my life and then find a way to get paid doing it. There and, you go. And thankfully, we're here. So um, That's the American dream, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> And I mean, the, the way that you guys got started too, just coming from Atlanta, coming to LaGrange. And so just having that sort of vision um, and carrying that through, because like really taking that wild leap is a huge step. And you guys were, y'all were telling us about your story earlier, but I just love um, hearing it. So if you would, wouldn't mind going into like, you know, how you got started and just kind of like <clears throat> struggles that you went through and just keeping that like vision to keep keep you going. Sure. Um so my background is is pretty different. Um, I, I started in the music industry when I was in high school and, and did that all throughout college. And, and when I graduated college, moved to Los Angeles to work for the William Morris Agency, which was a whole experience unto itself. It's something that I was incredibly grateful to do in my 20s, uh, but was glad to kind of turn turn the page on when, when I hit my, my late 20s, early 30s. So um, I really did not know much about craft beer initially. How uh, I met Anthony is I was working for a hospitality company at the time uh, in Atlanta, and I went to an Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau networking event at Red Brick. And, <clears throat> you know, I was doing marketing and events for this company, and our venues were about 300 capacity. We were in Atlanta and Fort Lauderdale, New Orleans, and places like that. Nice. <clears throat> and so uh, I took a look around at this brewery, and I thought, wow, this would be an awesome place to do a big event, you know, like a New Year's Eve event. And so I asked the staff, you know, who would I speak to about that? And, you know, they pointed this guy out and that turned out to be Anthony. So nice. um, I pitched him on the idea of doing an event called Brew Year's Eve, which was, <laughs> oh, I love it. you know, a New Year's Eve event uh, at a brewery. And, and um, thankfully he agreed. And, and the first year, 1,800 people showed up. Wow. Damn. Yeah, so we thought, wow, this is, uh, you know, this has potential. So we just continue to to, to do more events, uh, food festivals, um, beer-related events, created the Georgia Craft Beer Festival, which wow. uh, benefited the Georgia Craft Brewers Guild. And um, at some point, we just realized that the beer festival market in Atlanta had become so oversaturated with festivals. Mm -hmm. If we could maybe take some of that uh, and bring it to smaller towns, maybe they would appreciate it. A little bit more. Mm -hmm. So Anthony was introduced to the mayor of LaGrange and uh, the downtown development authority through a mutual friend. And, and they said, listen, we want to do a beer festival, but we, we don't, we've never done it before in our, in our city. And we want to use this as an opportunity 
to bring an existing brewery to downtown LaGrange. Um, Anthony and I had thought or talked about previously about starting a brewery, but it just, you know, never really materialized. It was just kind of a pipe dream. And, and, and so when, when we, we heard about this, you know, he brought me in and, and we thought, well, this could be an opportunity to kind of show this city that, that, you know, if they're, if they're into it, if, if they embrace craft beer, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for us to create a brewery. And so we did the festival in November of 2015 and, and thankfully, uh, didn't go bankrupt in the process. And, and, uh, <laughs> it was, I think the whole time we were just struck with the way that we were, um, embraced not only by the community, but also, you know, the various leaders and, and how easy it was to do business. You know, we, I vividly remember being in, you know, the mayor's office on a Friday afternoon, just hoping that they would sign our permit for the Georgia Craft Beer Festival, knowing that we had 3,000 people showing up the next day. Yeah. You know, and it was it was nerve wracking. So we thought, you know, the fact that this town made it so easy to, to do all this and we're so, um, you know, welcoming and, and embrace this, it was, uh, it, it, it has had a huge impression on us. And at some point, maybe during the festival or after, we kind of both looked at each other and thought, we should be the guys to bring a brewery to, to LaGrange. So I want to say like the next day, we, we started putting together a business plan and, and trying to figure out how we can make it happen. Um, you know, I'm proud to say that over 90% of our investors are locals here in LaGrange. Wow. And the rest incredible. are friends and family. So this is very much, you know, we wanted to, to, to do something and, and, and really go all in. And, and the fact that so many investors are locals and, 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 it just really set the tone for, for Wildly on day one. Wow. So out of all of the places, I mean, you're taking this wild leap of faith. Out of all of the places in the world you could have started a brewery, why LaGrange? Yeah, so we got that question a lot when we were still living in Atlanta. <laughs> it wasn't... I don't mean it in a condescending way at all. Well, I think there are more... There are more expletives included from our friends. Like, oh, why the why, fuck did you yeah. pick LaGrange? Why on earth did you do such a thing? You know, my wife and I, we lived right near the Beltline in Old Fourth Ward. Nice. Like, Ubers everywhere. It was just, you know, you could walk everywhere. And then, you know, we moved to a small town and, and that was a huge adjustment. Right. But we felt like if, if we're going to do this, we got to go all in. Like, we're going to move here. We're going to get invested in the community. Um, you know, we had other opportunities to 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 do this in other cities. But <clears throat> I think the, the the experience of doing the festival, we just totally fell in love with the town. And, you know, I always joke, like, if you told me 10 years ago when I was living and working in Beverly Hills that I would be living and working in LaGrange, Georgia 10 years later and happy about it <laughs> and, like, the happiest I've ever been, it would, you know, I'd laugh at you. Um, but that's the reality. And, uh, and I think the city and, and the, you know, the people of LaGrange have a lot to do with that. Yeah. And it definitely shows in the beer that you, you brew too. It just, when you walk into the space, it just has an amazing, super chill, awesome energy, but y'all's beer is, I mean, before I'd even been down here, or even really knew like who you guys were, I like y'all's beer is fantastic. It's really, really, really good beer. Well, thank you. Yeah. I wish I could take credit for it, but if I was <laughs> brewing the beer, we'd be bankrupt. So, uh, that's Chris Elliott. He is, you know, our, our chief brewing officer. He's a total genius. And, um, you know, our, our goal was to place equal importance on um, the taste and quality of the beer, 
the marketing and the branding and, and just kind of create that total package because there's so much amazing beer in the state of Georgia specifically, but you know, so much amazing beer in the United States and beyond. Like, yeah. how do you cut through all that? Mm-hmm. And we felt that, um, you know, the, the marketing needed to be really good. The packaging needed to be compelling and the liquid better be great or else it doesn't matter how good the rest of it is. They're only going to try it once. Right. So, um, you know, we're grateful for the way that folks have responded and, and um, we have a lot of a lot of exciting things ahead to, yeah. to share. What? How did you get a guy like Chris? Um, Chris and Anthony have been best friends since high school. Very cool. So that's awesome. That, that is helpful. That's, that's lucky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when we were talking about doing a brewery, Anthony immediately said, I got the guy. I And and I had known Chris for years because he also worked at Red Brick. So, that's awesome. You know, he was a, I just knew he was a good dude. And, and I, I know he made beer, but I hadn't tried any of it. But uh, any sort of concerns were, were quickly dismissed when we were trying his home brews in his garage, uh, which, you know, we still have that kit here at the brewery. Oh, that's very cool. That's awesome. Put it under a glass dome. Yeah. No, we flat. still use it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we yeah, can't. That's, awesome. that's where our small batches have been coming from until just like weeks ago. So <laughs> thankfully awesome. we got we got some new toys to add to, but we still use it to do like super small batch stuff. That's very cool. That's awesome. So what beers, uh, what's your favorite beer that you guys have out right now? Uh, you know, know, which child is your favorite? That's hard. <laughs> I, I will say my go-to is Chance IPA. Nice. I feel Solid, like, sure. um, it is one of those everyday drinking IPAs that the more, I think Alpha has been really instrumental in either introducing or reintroducing Chance to a lot of people. And once they try it, they, they really like it. And so for me, that's kind of my go-to when I, when I drink it, but I, I, I get so excited every time a new alpha is coming out. Like we just finalized the artwork for Alpha 7. And, you know, there's that certain giddiness where we get to share the artwork on the Slack channel with everyone. Nice. And, you know, we send that email to the printers, you know, to do the labels and all that kind of stuff. So I would say those two are always a favorite. But um, the I think when we're doing the really far out stuff like Truck Chaser and, and, and those items, I think the creativity that goes into that and, and the excitement is, uh, I don't know. I just, I love being, I love being a part of that. Awesome. If you had to like blanket statement, explain to somebody who's never had wild leak beer, what, what, what kind of beer do you think you guys make here? <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I think this is kind of one of our mission statements when we started is that at times craft beer can seem a little exclusive. And what I mean by that is, it can be, you know, as a, the non-craft beer guy coming into the fold with Chris and Anthony, who are you know seasoned veterans, right? Right. Walking into some places can be intimidating. For sure. You know, do I have enough facial hair to order a beer ah! at this place? Or is my untapped name <laughs> punny enough? No, but ah. yeah, but like, but seriously, you know, how do we make craft beer approachable? Not only from a taste perspective, but also, you know, if you know nothing about it, how can you? feel comfortable pulling something off the shelf and know that it's not going to make your face turn weird shapes. And, <laughs> yeah. you know. um, and so we decided whether it's a blonde ale like local gold or, you know, a cinnamon roll stout or, you know, a, a double dry hopped IPA, like we want them to be very palatable, you know, very just, uh, not, I don't want to say approachable, but just really great, delicious, uh, you know, versions of those beers that even if you don't like the style, you can do that. You can drink them. 
Yeah. Well, okay. The other thing I want to talk about is the space. The tap yes. room is incredible. So it used to be a Chevy car dealership. dealership. Yeah. Yep. So it was, bo- uh, it was born. It was built in 1940, uh, originally as a Chevy dealership. And, um, you know, if you, if you come in there, you can see the, the curved glass windows and that this, where our tap room is, it used to be the, um, the showroom. So the cars used to be parked there and even like the tile, it's, it's original. The brick is original wow. steel. Um, it's just, it's, it was a really cool space that actually Anthony was driving by one day and, and saw this beautiful building on the South end of downtown that was boarded up. And we just, he just thought, wow, this would be a really cool place to, you know, to, to make, uh, create a brewery. And, um, you know, so it was built in the forties and, uh, eventually it transitioned to an auto body shop, uh, that was owned and operated by a family, a local family here for 40 years until 2008. And, um, and as I mentioned, it had been vacant for a long time until we came along and renovated it. But one thing that we noticed pretty quickly is that this building, uh, it means a lot to the people in LaGrange. Yeah. You know, it, when it was an uh, auto body shop, it's called the Westbrook Tire Center. And a lot of people remember, you know, getting their cars worked on here and their kids running around the waiting room. And, you know, now it's a tap room or it's our, our courtyard. And so we felt it was really important to, um, you know, pay tribute to that and and keep this big, beautiful shell intact, but just do all the things that will make it also a very comfortable space. Like, you know, we had new electrical and, and new, um, you know, sewage and bathrooms and all that kind of stuff and new sound system. So we're very lucky in a sense that we have this beautiful historical shell, but kind of state of the art experience uh, to awesome. go with it. And um, the day before we opened, I'll never forget this, we invited the entire Westbrook family to the brewery wow. to experience it for the first time. And there was like four different generations of, of family members that were there. And, and the eldest um, member, he recently passed away, but it was just so cool to see. There were like 25 of them all. Um, you know, we took a picture in front of the, the bar and, and they, were, um, they were very pleased with the way that, that this had, had been renovated and, and um, the way it was kind of paid tribute to. And, and that really meant a lot to us because yeah. again, you know, we're, we could have been a couple, you know, Yankees coming in here and just, I don't know. <laughs> just, Damn still, Yankees at this point. Still below the Mason-Dixon yeah. line, but you know. <laughs> you know, a couple of Atlanta guys and, and um, we just... <laughs> We wanted to be mindful of that. And, if you're and north of I-20. Pretty much. <laughs> exactly. But we felt it was really important to, to do that. And um, we're just, and they come to the brewery all the time. And it's really cool to see. That's awesome. You mentioned yeah. your courtyard, which looks like a damn town square. <laughs> Gorgeous. Tell us more about that and like all the events that you host out there. Yeah. So um, the bottom line is just we're really lucky. Uh, we have a lot of space and and. I think if this space was in Atlanta, it'd be $8 billion or something. Oh, one right. Um, <laughs> so we have a huge indoor space that can, you know, between the tap room and the courtyard, uh, the outdoor courtyard, that fits about 800 people. But then when we uh, moved forward with this and construction was about to begin, the city came to us and said, hey, we have this idea. Um, you know where your current parking lot is now? We want to build a public plaza that, um, you know, people can do events there and all that kind of stuff. And of course, Anthony and I being event guys, we were just like, yes, 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 please. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll move the parking lot to the other side of the building. But, um, you know, one of the things, the things that we asked is, is, okay, if we're going to do this, let's, let's make it really great. Let's, let's create kind of an area that, um, 
is really easy to do events in and you can have vendors. So from the little touches, like every single light post has a power outlet in it to we built this beautiful stage with enough power to, you know, have any major band play there. It's like, you know, we don't have to worry. Is there going to be enough power for this band to show up? Or what happens if two food trucks want to come? Like, will there be power if their generator goes out? We're just super fortunate in in that sense. And so this plaza that they created fits an additional 1600 people. So we're super fortunate in the sense that we can do, um, you know, events for 2000 plus without really batting an eyelash, um, just in terms of how we can accommodate these people. Is it going to be a comfortable experience? And so from that, we've, uh, worked hard to create various events in the community. Um, we're family friendly, you know, kid friendly, dog friendly. Um, and so when we do these festivals, we'll have a thousand, 1500 people show up, 2000 people show up and it'll be for everything like the grill, the grilled cheese showdown that we have, you know, coming up uh, on Saturday or Ooh, a Cinco de Mayo event <laughs> or, um, you know, it, it allows us a lot of creativity and thankfully people have not only embraced it in, in and around these areas, but we'll have people from Columbus, Auburn, Atlanta, Augusta, Athens drive to, you know, to the brewery for these things. And we're just, we're just really thrilled that that, that can happen. Oh yeah. That's awesome. I'm sure not a lot, you don't get an opportunity to talk about them a lot. Please tell the listeners about your dogs. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> so uh, we have a, a couple resident dogs here at the brewery. Um, they're two Shiba Inus, and I had no idea what a Shiba Inu was um, for a long time. But this girl I was dating at the time, she kept talking about this really cool dog that looked like a fox, and it was perfect for you know our personality type. And then that girl ended up becoming my fiance, and then my wife. Um, and so. On our fourth anniversary, uh, we ended up getting our first Shiba Inu, this Chewy. And uh, then on our seventh anniversary, we got Zoe. So, um, yeah, we've been together eight years. And we have two amazing dogs that come to the brewery every day. And they think that it's really their brewery. And we're just kind of all paying rent here. Yes. But uh, (laughs) it's... uh, They run the place. They they do. So, um, you know, sometimes they're sweet. Sometimes they're giant, you know a-holes but we love them you can and, say assholes on the podcast you can oh, say whatever perfect, you want yeah so you know uh but, but they're very much a fixture the the funniest thing is um people will refer to us as chewy's or zoe's parents you know like oh you're you know chewy's chewy's your dog like mm-hmm. i don't know you but you know you know my dog okay <laughs> that, that's cool um but they they've definitely you know made themselves at home here in Lagrange. They're that a big fan. So if they could understand the concept, they would be very offended that you made your logo a buffalo and not a Shiba Inu. Right, right. right? Oh, maybe that needs to be y'all's next beer. Oh my gosh, TM, TM, TM. <laughs> like April Fool's beer. The can is the Shiba Inu outline instead of the buffalo. Yeah. Well, there there are little pieces of of chewing Zoe around here. Like one day, um, there was a construction crew that was creating a little sidewalk in the plaza. And um, it was wet cement. And, and, you know, of course, a dog seeing all that going on wanted to, to check it out. So Chewy runs throughout the entire <laughs> sidewalk of the cement. And so his paw prints are in it. And you're like, and shit, then, shit, shit. Yeah. And then I'm chasing him across the plaza as cement is like in the paw prints <laughs> all over the plaza. So if you look out on the plaza, there's Chewy's paw prints and cement out there. That and, is adorable. You know, of course, I was furious because I had to grab him and like, 
you know, wash them off in the Before sink. Before it dried and yeah. sent it to his feet. And, and, and Anna, too, actually, just recently, he did something really disgusting. He found, <laughs> I don't know what it was, a dead bird or something like that. He rolled around in it. And, oh, they, and it, like, my dog he came up into my office and I asked Anna, I was like, did someone poop in my office? Or like, what? what is this? It's someone. Yes. First thought wasn't the dog. It was that one of your employees took a shit in your uh, office. I mean, you know, we I, we do practical jokes here, but I thought maybe somebody <laughs> took it too, too far. That's too far. And uh, no, it was Chewy rolled around in something <laughs> horrifically bad. So her and I like grabbed him. And this was like 9 a.m. on a Wednesday or something. We were pretty busy. And it took, what, about an hour to... to you know, clean yeah. them off, and it was not it was not a good look. Can't live with them, can't live without them. I you know. know. Yeah. No, so, my dog Wrigley will be at the dog park, and he will see a puddle, or he will see he'll like he'll do this one thing, and he'll do this like dip where he's about, and I'm like, don't even think about it, Wrigley. <laughs> don't even think. And he'll look at me, and then I'll still roll around. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, they just have their own agenda. We just you know we have to play along sometimes. Uh, it's, yeah, I love our dog, so yeah. And then Kona. Kona's yeah, adorable, yeah, too. I showed up one day to record at their apartment, and I matched Kona. What? I was wearing... She I was, did. I she had her little bandana on, and she had a shirt on. It looked just the exact same. like it. And black I was like, gingham. get the fuck out of here. This I was is like, black Kona. mirror shit. Yeah. What is like, going on? Yeah. Kona. <laughs> Spirit animal. <laughs> but you said that Wild Leap has some big things coming up yes! soon. Do you want to talk about any did of those things? Did I say that? Um, sure. So we, we do have... A handful of releases coming up. Awesome. Vacanza, our new, um, you know, our new Raspberry Goza I comes out wait. next week. We have the new version of Truck Chaser. Yes. Uh, it's our, it, for some of you that don't know, it's uh, it's our uh, double IPA. It's a, I should say milkshake double IPA. And kind of the whole premise of the series is we call it Truck Chaser because as kids, we were chasing ice cream trucks. Yes. As adults, we're chasing beer trucks. So yep. <laughs> um, Chris created an amazing cream school double IPA the first go round and um, kind of keeping with that ice cream bar theme of your childhood we are doing truck chaser bomb pop uh, which will be coming out next month so for those of you who remember bomb pop it's those red white and blue like yes. popsicle looking things we're going to turn that into a beer and um, we're super excited yeah that sounds amazing that's going to be yeah, we're 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 pretty excited about that. I can't wait because awesome. like it's three different flavors of a popsicle. As as you eat it, you slowly unveil mm -hmm. another flavor. So this is I'm I'm fucking stoked. I'm stoked. And you know, it, kind of as we uh, in the first year of Wild Leap, I would always kind of wonder like, how is that gonna work? Like, what? How do you create a beer with this kind of flavor? But I didn't question it anymore. <laughs> I just yeah. you know we all kind of stay in our lanes. I'm the guy that is ultimately responsible. For you know, making sure that the the branding and the marketing and, and kind of the sales strategy is in place, and we leave that part to uh, to the beer geniuses. It hasn't failed you so far. No, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're pretty lucky. So um, that's coming up. We are also going to be unveiling in June a vanilla ice cream stout. Mm. So you know, you think about <laughs> you think about uh, stouts in the summertime doesn't really seem all that appealing, but um, if you are going to create a stout, why not create something that you can throw a scoop of ice cream in it and, um, you. you know. Yeah. Make it a float. Ooh. Yeah. Because I would always, when I was doing the, the ice cream trucks, I always went for like the Oreo stuff. So that could be like a cool, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, my just... wheels are turning. <laughs> and then one final thing um, we wanted to, to unveil the news on to you guys first. 
is <laughs> drum roll, please. Hey Ben, put in some sort of like exclusive news sound right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, we have been working with the city of Lagrange and a uh, another company out of Birmingham, Alabama, that is uh, a subsidiary of Live Nation to create the first music festival here in Lagrange. Oh, um, what the frick? my gosh. <laughs> Not not quite the size of of say you know Coachella, right? But um, you know, Grange <laughs> would burn to the ground. No, this, the size of Coachella. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know we've seen with what happened with Break Tomorrow with World. The so. wheel. Yeah, fire festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, yes. So it it all came about because we had been working with Sweetland Amphitheater, which is this gorgeous concert amphitheater down the street. Uh, for you know, for a couple of years now, and they do amazing concerts there. And we, you know, again, I, my background is, is the music industry. And uh, Kiel, who's part of Sweetland or runs Sweetland, she her background is the music industry. And, and um, we just thought, how can we kind of grow this bigger? And so, um, you know, got together with with city officials, and, and um, just it, it it came about where if we can create something that, you know, can accommodate about 6,500 or so people and do it, you know, one stage would be uh, the plaza here next to Wild Leap. And the other one would be in this brand new park behind us. Um, It's called South Bend Park that, you know, currently houses a brand new professional skate park, dog park, you know, children's playground, all that kind of stuff. Um, We can do something really special. And it's going to happen October 4 and 5th here in downtown. It's going to be a two-day festival we're going to have, I would say, music midtown caliber acts. That's awesome. And um, we announced the name and kind of the whole concept next month. <gasps> and the lineup and ticket sales will drop uh, in June. Oh, so, hell yeah. gosh. If you need a beer podcast to represent there, we you are know. happy to be there and do live episodes. <laughs> do well, so, as, you know. as, you know, one of the the, the lucky folks to, to kind of be part of this we will definitely be doing some beer related very special things nice. uh, surrounding this festival and, and uh we, we really want to um you know just contribute in any way we can to bring more folks to lagrange and help increase tourism because um you know the city has done a, a tremendous job here and, and any way that we can highlight that and 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 contribute to it is is a win Stone awesome. can't be the only one collaborating with musicians, you know. Yeah. There you go. We we yeah. we may not have Metallica for this, but you know, I think we will uh, we'll do something special yeah, that people I'm enjoy. So that's awesome. That's yes. So everybody, mark your calendars. October fourth and fifth. It's really I'm after it music festival right season, so no conflicts with you know shaky knees and beats. No conflicts with music midtown. It won't have be this, sweltering. It won't. It's going to be a really <laughs> great time of year, actually. Yeah. So this is this can be your your final music festival of the calendar year. And uh, what a way to go out in style. Hell Come yeah. to the range. That's awesome. That's so exciting. Thank Congrats you. on that. Thank it's you, officially in you. my calendar. Perfect. Sweet. Very excited. Uh, is there any other thing, facts about Wild Leap? Anything else you want to say that we didn't ask you about? I don't know. I feel like I feel like you pulled all the really, truly, all the did rabbits I out of the hat. To ask you the right question. No, I don't know. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Ashley does this really adorable thing when she like starts a sentence and doesn't know how to end it, where she like d- does her hands all over the place. <laughs> it's really funny, and I love her. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Um, okay, so what beer got you into craft beer? There you go. Um, that's a great question. I would say. 
I I would I you know I really liked uh, Monday Night Fu Man Brew. Yes, yeah, so me, great! Oh, it's classic. That was like a, a the really Goza great version. Was my life source for like really? three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, that was like my go-to for the longest time. I, I definitely shed a tear when it was when it was no longer. Rest in peace. But R.I.P. Uh, but I mean, those guys are are doing amazing stuff. Yes, yeah. And have you had the Brevis and Brett head yet? No, I've seen it all yet. over the internet. Oh, shit, never internet. mind, sorry. It's I fine. don't think we're supposed to, never no, mind. No, they have ads for it. Okay. Yeah, no, I've they seen it all over. They know it's coming out, it's not yet. Okay. It is out it's now? Out? Okay, good. Okay, fuck us, it's oh, out cool. now. <laughs> they let us try it from the tank, and they told us it wasn't out, and then I think they specifically said, I think Aaron even said, Caroline, don't say anything about this, and then here I am, just like, can't shut the fuck up about it's cool. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. Anyways. Um, and then, what is your desert island beer? Oh man, I don't know. I I feel like it would be a wild leap beer. Of um, course. I I have to say, if if I'm stranded on a desert island and I may be there for a while, it's got to be local gold. Local gold for for me is like it's it doesn't quite get the love, you know, because it's not an IPA and it's not some crazy stout. But um, the, I guess the best way to refer to it is it's like the gateway gateway beer, yeah. the gateway drug. Nice. If, if you want to dip your toe in the water of craft beer, um, local gold is the way to go. And plus, mm-hmm. if you're on a desert island and you want to drink beers, you can drink like six of them without, without you know, falling out of your straw-made bar stool. So, <laughs> you know. You that. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how an owner answers that question. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Also, I think you were getting cues offsides to talk about something else. Would you like to do... Well, I just want to pay tribute to the three amazing women in this room. Yes, because, of course. Um, you know, I, I'm sure they've, they've already discussed this, or I hope they did at least, but our entire sales team and our event team is uh, is all amazingly strong, intelligent women. So That's amazing. We, um, That's so cool. You know, we, we look at how many sales reps that, you know, a lot of breweries have in the market and, you know, we're small. We, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. So we need to hire really uh amazing capable people and and they've crushed it and um uh i think they deserve a lot of credit for for how quickly we've been able to um you know gain traction especially in the atlanta market which is so incredibly competitive so um you know hats off to to tori Brittany, and anna seriously yeah it like it's i i want to say on the record like (laughs) volume five of alpha abstraction is the most viral like thing in beer that I've ever seen because I heard whispers about the name. Okay, you just hear about beer all the time. And then I was seeing it everywhere and then it was all over my social media and then everywhere I went, somebody was drinking it and then people were bringing it to me and then it was like, where did this come from? (laughs) And then I was like, oh, this shit's delicious. I need to know everything about this brewery. And here we are, but like, yeah, you guys, what whatever magic, whatever God, whatever, like blessed you, you guys have it all together because not only is your marketing and your your can art and all of that so crisp and clean, but your beer's damn good. And yeah. oftentimes it's one without the other, not both. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see what you guys do because this time next year, like it's yeah. it's gonna be nuts. And I know it. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You guys are actually coming on a an interesting day because we're um, we're taking apart some tanks right now to move them over to make room for new tanks. And um, we're about to announce this, but we are expanding our capacity by 60% in about a week and a half. 
So, um, oh my god, a little bit, a little bit scary, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that you either do it or you can't supply the market with, um, with you know what they're asking for. So, wow, uh, you know, you take those. Uh, quote unquote wild leaps and that's what we're doing so <laughs> that's awesome that sounds like a perfect thing to end yeah. it on yeah I do have one personal question though mm-hmm. got it what is your favorite trash TV there you go um, well <laughs> considering that I hate to watch trash TV my wife loves it and um, I can probably tell you so many details of what is it Real Housewives yeah. of New York <laughs> Vanderpump Rules Real Housewives of Topeka, Kansas. Like I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! There, I feel Topeka, like there, Kansas. There's, can isn't you there, imagine? Isn't there one for every city in America? Oh my I, god! I feel Almost. like I've watched them. Um, no, Housewives. no square states though. <laughs> Real Housewives of Reykjavik, Iceland. Yeah, it's it's bad. So oh, I, I know no. all the trials and tribulations of what's going on in their lives. And, yep. You know, I, I think they're all going to make it through before the next commercial yeah. break, but we don't know. Yeah. So we right. have to keep watching. Which exactly. housewife do you think you are? Uh, I, I think... I Which think, housewife uh, husband that eye rolls in the background every time, but no, what, what real housewife I think the one I gravitate most towards is that the Bethany one on Bethany! Yes, I was about to say, you're, you seem like a Bethany. She's a bit yeah. of a badass. She is. You know? and She's you know, hilarious. Uh, great. She's got a great company that, you know, she's doing and... She doesn't get mixed up in too much of the drama, but yeah. every now and then she's, she'll throw down. So yeah. um, I think Bethany. Yeah. I like Great it. Great answer. Yeah, you're to- yeah, I can definitely see you're a total <laughs> Bethany. <laughs> Thank I, you so I much. I don't know for- whether that's a good thing or bad thing, but yeah, I'll go with it. Good. Great. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for being here. Welcome, you. welcome to LaGrange. I'd love to have you. Yay. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like an excuse to get out of the city this weekend, Wild Leap is here for all of you Star Wars fans. May 4th, (laughs) 6 to 11 p.m., they'll be playing the movies on the big screen and hopefully no prequels, but I can suffer for that Darth Maul fight. The best part? You get a lightsaber with a purchase of a pitcher. I can hear the Imperial Death March already. Hey, why isn't that a name for a beer? (gasps) Oh, shit. (gasps) Holy fuck. Oh, my God. TM, 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 TM. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.